In today's show, I have Clay LaFleur. He is with Kirsten and Clayton, and he is in Airdrie, Canada. And I met Clay working on software development projects with him in the past. And we're going to talk about best practices for launching a new digital business. If you're ready to learn how technology is driving business innovation in Cincinnati and beyond, you're tuned in to the right podcast. Join us for interviews and discussions with business leaders, innovators, and visionaries. With our host, Sam Schutte, CEO of Unstoppable Software. This is Unstoppable Talk. Clay, welcome to the show. Hey, Sam. Thank you very much for having me today. Absolutely. So it's, it's great to see you again. Uh, like I mentioned, we worked together for several years on projects as consultants, um, working on software development efforts. And I, I had seen and, you know, on the social channels and such that you had launched a new business in the last year or so and have been have really been growing like gangbusters with that. So tell me a little bit about that, about that business and what you're what you're doing. Yeah, we um, <clears throat> so started about a year ago. And uh, it's been been a bit of a roller coaster. It's been fa- fantastic. It's been fun. Lots of learning. So uh, my wife and I, we really wanted to start a, a digital business, find a way to work from home a little bit more, get some more time with our kids. So we really did some searching and um, wanted to find something that was fit inside of our, our little niche for us. And that was getting more time with our kids and being able to dictate when we wanted to work. Uh, I didn't want to be working 12 hours a day trying to get down a contract and not have any vacation time, right? So we really mm-hmm. wanted to focus on getting some of that. So we started this digital business. Um, <clears throat> and since we started it a year ago, it's been it's been gangbusters, like you said. It's been fantastic. It's been fun. I learned so much doing it. Mm-hmm. Talk about a little bit of the audience size. Uh, I've seen in some of your videos online that where you're, where you're talking about the business, the growth and audience you've had in just that one year. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> the group that we work with, we went from, uh, I guess it would have been last year, but the time I signed up, we had about 20,000 people in the group. Mm-hmm. We have now exceeded 42,000 people in the group in mm-hmm. one year. Wow. So there has been exponential growth in this, in this area and in this business, especially with people wanting to work from home more, right? Yeah. And I think everything that's going on in this world right now really puts that into focus of how much people want to be at home or have to be at home. Right. Yeah. And trying to find a way to work inside of that, that confines. And I think this is a great opportunity for a lot of that. Well, and I think it's cool too that you're creating a business or are creating a business that, um, suits, you know, our lifestyle instead of the other way around, you know, making your life fit, fit your job. Right. Cause I know for a number of years there, you were traveling a great deal commuting, uh, from Airdrie there, which is outside Calgary to Seattle. Uh, week on, week off, right? I believe, and and just that was, I'm sure that was brutal. How has that sort of changed? I don't know what what has that done for you personally? I guess it's it's been fantastic for me because I get to spend a lot more time with my boys. And you're right, mm-hmm. I did a ton of traveling. Um, I did. I've been to Seattle and back, like you said, week on, week off. <clears throat> there were times where I was gone for two, three weeks because I had to be in the office for projects and deadlines and I couldn't leave. I could only leave on the weekend and I get maybe two days with my wife who is at home with both our boys and she's going crazy because she needs the the help, right? Yeah. So coming home, being able to work from home, have that. The other great thing about this is that I get my boys involved. Um, they mm-hmm. do some of the uh, videos with me on my on our Facebook page. If you jump in and see that, they're a riot. Mm-hmm. They love doing it. They love getting on video. So it's not just 
about Kirsten and I building something. It's something that we can build to their boys and something that they can have um, down the road when they get older. Yeah. And, and, and what was Kirsten's, uh, what did she do before this? So she's still working. Uh, she works at mm-hmm. uh, WestJet, which is one of the uh, major airlines here in Canada. Mm-hmm. She does uh, safety and security. So she really makes sure that the guests and the passengers, um, all of our flight attendants and our, our, our um, pilots are all safe. And if anything happens, that she, she follows up reports and does procedures to make sure that everybody's traveling safe and the best way yeah. they can. I bet she's been very busy in the last six weeks with coronavirus. <sighs> yeah, she's been, she's <laughs> been pretty, pretty stressed out. But with that, I mean, it gives me the opportunity to spend a little bit more time with my boys and yeah. um, continue on this business, right? So we can work on this business first thing in the morning. And then just as we're hanging out watching Netflix, we can sit down and do a little bit of brainstorming and do some of this business. And it doesn't take long for us. Yeah. We're maybe doing four, maybe five hours a day on this business. Hmm. And we're still rocking it like gangbusters, right? So it doesn't interfere with us. Let's take a quick break. This podcast is sponsored by Unstoppable Software, a Cincinnati-based technology consulting firm. At Unstoppable Software, we bolt on to your company's team and accelerate their ability to deliver custom software development projects. With our deep experience in manufacturing, engineering, and healthcare, we can tailor systems for process improvement, data analytics, machine learning, and document workflow. So they become a user-friendly, perfect fit for your employees and the way they want to work. To learn more about how we make our clients unstoppable, visit us at unstoppablesoftware.com or call us at 513-382-8499. And now, back to Unstoppable Talk. So let's talk specifically, you know, what you're doing for your customers, what kind of work. I mean, who are your target customers and what are you doing for them? I believe our target customers are people kind of like ourselves. Um, we're, we really target parents or people with uh, children who are looking for a way to spend more time with them, right? For me, I was away a lot, always busy. And when I wasn't traveling, I was at home. I was always on contract basis. So I would never have like time off per se, unless I banked a bunch of money and then took some time off without pay and hope to God that I didn't run out of money by then. Mm-hmm. Right. So I really wanted this something that we could build on. So I target people that are, are very much like Kirsten and myself with some kids, but we're also looking for people who are interested in the online space, right? Looking to find a way to work from home and not have, you don't have to have that experience to do it. So what we kind of what we offer to people is the ability to learn something new. You don't have to be tech savvy to do it because we do all of the step-by-step training. We have videos and stuff for that. And then we offer them a way to start a digital business, right? So it's the systems. We built the systems in behind. So you don't have to worry about having to create a whole sales funnel and all that stuff. You learn about that, but you don't create that yourself. We take care of that in the back end. And then we teach them how to leverage social media, something that everybody is on every day, right? We're flipping through Instagram or Facebook or watching a YouTube video. I don't know how many hours of YouTube my kids watch a week because they're downstairs flipping through the channels, right? Yeah. And then once we get people involved 
it's been fantastic in terms of the reward people get because not only are they learning another skill that they can use towards something else, but they're expanding their reach, not just on Facebook. They get to do Instagram, we have Google, and we have uh, YouTube, Pinterest, like all of the social media outlets we really started to encompass. Like we started out with just Facebook. That's the only thing we started with. And now we've expanded into every area that we can really touch. And we're starting to get into Twitter and LinkedIn, like things, areas like that. So, and what are, for most of your customers, are they uh, selling digital products on these channels or, or is it consulting or coaching and, or is there a particular type of thing they're working on through their digital businesses? Um, so what we work, work on is that we really want people like there's, we're, we're selling the opportunity to start their digital business. And in this mm-hmm. digital business um, involves the coaching aspect of it, right? Come, come learn how to do this. You get to coach people and be a part of this community. Um, and we're really just selling this opportunity to start a business that at the end of the day has phenomenal reward to it. But like every business, there is always some sort of buy-in, right? Mm-hmm. So we will always refer to this like kind of as a franchise model, right? When you buy a franchise, you spend hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars, right? And you have, you have to buy a building, you have to buy this, you have to buy this product, you have to do this, you have to do all this stuff. You have all this overhead with staff and products and all that. This isn't that, right? Mm-hmm. We're not, we're, we're, we're basically give, giving you a franchise where we supply you with all the tools, all the systems, and then all the knowledge in order to make that successful. But you don't have the giant overhead. You don't have that expense. The only staff member is you. And your success really depends on how much you're going to put into it. How are you finding customers to work with? You mentioned you were in a group with 20-some-thousand and, and you're over 40,000 now. Uh, how did you kind of find those folks? Is it What's been those productive channel, I guess, for you? For us, it's really just... We came, we came across this opportunity just on our newsfeed. Um, just like a lot of people might see my ad come across or our ad come across on their news, on their Facebook news, newsfeed. But we, um, I find working with these people, they're all very like-minded. They're all very successfully, uh, focused where mm-hmm. your success is my success, right? If you're succeeding, I'm succeeding. If I can help you out, what can I do for you? Right. Mm-hmm the whole group of them have been like that from the get-go and that to me has been such a big shift for me in terms of just the way I think about things because I've been in lots of situations where I'm always working for somebody who is just in it for themselves Hmm. right it's never about the greater good or what can I do to help everybody else out it's always about I need this done because this is what I want Mm-hmm. not what everybody else wants right so reaching out and talking to these people uh, we've built some great relationships with them uh, some of the people in in our group have been fantastic to work with um, i i do probably about one or two zoom chats a week with um, some of these people to just go over some technical stuff and and talk to them about some of the training that we have going on and that connection we've gone out and we've met these people we've gone out and had dinner with them um, so it's just building that community and that has been such a, a huge change for me. And, and are most of your people you're working with, most of your customers in Canada or in the U.S. or all over the globe or where's kind of your geographic area? We're, we're global. Like mm-hmm. it's global. We have, 
one of our really close ones is just probably about an hour and a half away from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've gone out to their place a few times and seen them, but we have people from all over, uh, somebody from Belize, somebody from Brazil mm-hmm. that just signed up the other day. Um, I've got a few people we've connected with in Australia as well. Mm-hmm. Tons in the UK I had a meeting today, like a coffee chat today with our bigger, larger group. And I think there was 14 or 15 people from England mm-hmm. and they were, just made the time to come on and have a coffee chat with everybody and just talk about business and, and kind of move people forward. Right. So when people are starting a new business like this, uh, you know, you said you help them with all the tools and, and some of the technology. What do you think, you know, when you look at those platforms and all the things people have to learn, what do people struggle with the most sort of learning and getting up to speed with? I think that what people struggle with most is actually their mindset, right? They look at what's, what's out there and they're like, I, we can't, I can't do this. Like there's just too much to understand and to learn. But I really think what people, I think, struggle with is just slowing down, right? Mm-hmm. This, we, we have very simple step by step videos that literally walk you through every screen on how to do something. And there's a lot of times where we get people giving us questions going, well, I can't find this. I can't do this. And we're like, okay, well, go back four steps. And it's right there on this screen at this, at this stage, right? So it's that slowing down and knowing that you can do it. You don't have to be tech savvy. You don't have to know everything. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here to, to help you with is to learn that stuff, right? So really, I don't think it's the technology that people have troubles with. It's just getting out of their own way. Do you think that some of your background, because, you know, most of the work you did as a technology consultant was in that UX space, so usability and, you know, making user interfaces and graphic design and, and all that, to, do you think that sort of helps you walk, make good videos and good content explaining how to use software to people or how to use, you know, web applications and stuff because you sort of know how people consume that stuff? I think it definitely helps it helps me in terms of when I'm talking to people and trying to explain things to people. Videos doesn't help me one bit because <laughs> I'm terrified when I go on a video. <laughs> it's one of those things. You just put a camera in front of somebody and most people just clam up, like especially if you're not used to doing it, right? Sure. And that's me. I don't I don't do a ton of videos, but the ones I do, I try to do them and get better at them. That's why I bring my boys on it because if I bring my boys in, then we're just having fun. Yeah. Right? It's not serious. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think creating video content is something that a lot of uh, people that want to get into coaching or any any kind of stuff like that, I mean, they can really struggle because, I mean, if you, any of that stuff, you know, video, podcasting, I mean, even just if you're just blogging organic content, it's not simple anymore per se, or often you have to learn a lot of skills if you're really shooting for like pro grade level stuff, right? And I had a call yesterday with someone who's launching a podcast, you know, and it's like, what kind of microphones should I buy? And and all these type of questions. And there's a lot of stuff to learn. How do you sort of uh, help people who struggle to get something out there? But Because, you know, like there's always this perfectionism that can hold you back, right? Like, well, my video didn't look good enough, so I'm not going to put it on YouTube. I'm not going to post it. Um, what do you sort of coach around that? That's that's a really good question because I am by far the biggest perfectionist in this house when it comes to <laughs> putting stuff out, um, especially, like you said, I did a lot of UX and UI design, front-end designs that people look at so i've always been very particular about that so what we really try to instill in people is that it's okay if it's not not perfect Mm -hmm. that's something i'm learning on a daily basis but 
uh, it's okay if it's not perfect because that shows more of you, right? As an individual, if it's polished and pristine and it looks like it's production worthy, people tend to look at that and go, hmm, what's really going on? Because you have all of this and it looks perfect. So there must be some big company. It must be something doing this. So we always say to just to keep it raw, keep it yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my videos, there is nothing perfect about them. <laughs> so, which is awesome. I, I love it. And it's just, we really try to um, show people who we are and really be authentic to ourselves and why we started this business. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. What are the most important, like kind of service mindsets that you have with, you know, what is really important to you and, and what, how you serve your customers? I mean, and, you know, uh, that you kind of line out and try to live by? Um, really, the integrity of it and really being confident with yourself. I really try to talk to our, our, our people and really get into them that you are your own success, mm -hmm. meaning that your success just de depends on how much you're going to put into yourself and into this business. And if you focus on that, everything else comes forward, right? Figure out what your why is. Why do you want to get into this business? Why do you want to do something like this? Mm -hmm. um, and let that drive you and push you forward. What are your, some of the success stories your customers have that you're most kind of proud of that you've seen people succeed? We've seen pe people succeed um, at quitting their jobs, mm -hmm. right? Going from the nine to five grind to like for the last 20, 30 years to saying I'm done and working from home and mm -hmm. doing this job full time. We've seen people go from like making maybe 40,000 a year to making 40,000 a month. Mm -hmm. There's lots of stuff that we've watched people grow and do and achieve. We've watched a lady literally pack her stuff up and move to Mexico because that's what she wanted to do. That was her why. I want to live in this country. So she did it. Yeah. And she still works in this in, 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 on this online business because she can do it from anywhere. Yeah. It's interesting how much freedom sort of just, I don't know. We, we I think we underestimate how much freedom all the sort of, uh, internet based businesses and just all these tools create for people. I mean, I have a lot of friends that, you know, don't really live anywhere. You know, <laughs> some of these guys, uh, particularly if they're single, don't have kids, you know, they'll, they just kind of always go to whatever city they want to work in. And I mean, they'll be in, they'll be in Rome for a month and then they'll be in uh, Vancouver for a month. And, and for a lot of jobs, you can do that. And this is one of them. And why not make it a family adventure too? I mean, take your kids mm -hmm. along and go, go across to, to Spain or to England, right? Or go to Ireland and visit for a while. And while you're doing it, the kids go to bed, hop on your laptop for two hours, mm -hmm. do a little bit of work, right? It's not a big deal. And you get to make that time when you want to make it. So what are, what are some of the, I mean, what kind of coaching, I guess, do you, do you think um, some of your customers are doing? Like, what are some of the stories of the types of coaching services your customers are, are providing to their to their clients that are interesting? I mean, it's, it's always interesting to me, just like, there's so many people out there coaching people and consulting in so many niches. I'm just curious, what are some of the more interesting ones you've seen? Well, we have a couple of really interesting coaching stories. We, um, so this lady in our group, um, she's a grandmother of seven grandchildren. So she's in her sixties hmm. in 65, five ish, I believe. And 
she came on board and she was really, didn't really know anything about technology to start with. She knew how to get on and do Facebook and spend some time with her kids online, like her grandkids, but she knew nothing else beyond that. And she is now one of the leaders in our community because she was able to like be coachable. She was able to sit and listen and take advice. Um, and then now she's bringing in other people around her age to help and do this, right? She looked at it and said, I want my golden years to be golden, not mm -hmm. stressed out and worried about what she's leaving her, her kids when she passes away. Now she knows that she can move forward, right? So it's really just the coaching is, oh, I just don't know how to, how to tell you the coaching. It's, it's been phenomenal for, for me. I mean, I have my own coach that comes to me and if I have questions, I go to, I go, go to her, right? And mm -hmm. it's always very open. It's always a very candid conversation, kind of like you and I are having right now. Um, super friendly. It's like I could literally grab a cup of coffee and sit down and we could chat for hours. So the coaching isn't like do this, do that. It's, it's a very friendly, open environment where everybody's opinion and everybody can be heard and all the questions be answered. Gotcha. So do you find that a lot of the people that, that you're talking to, I mean, obviously there's the people that have kind of been planning to do something for a long time. Uh, and then I think obviously a lot of people are losing their jobs in this environment that, you know, they're not quitting their jobs or kind of ended up out on the street. Uh, I mean, I guess, are you seeing a lot of people, uh, take up that charge to start their own business or, you know, how has that affected things? I think definitely during this, um, this current situation that we're in, we've seen a lot more of that. Like we've seen a lot more people come on board looking for that because there have been a lot of people who have maybe have lost their jobs or they know that the chopping block is coming. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're looking for something, looking for a plan B or something to, to give them some security. So we've definitely seen a lot of that increase here in the last little bit. Um, but I've seen also seen that kind of peter off, like kind of plateau a little bit now. Mm. I think now that we're two months into this, three months into this almost, people are really starting to stop panicking and really start to focus a little bit more on, okay, what's next? Being a little yeah. bit more mindful, a little bit more thoughtful about that and moving forward, right? Yeah, no, I think that's true. I think people have settled down a little bit. I think for the first month, there was a lot of panic. What are some of the sort of new things you want to move into and, and, you know, where do you see, where do you see yourself with your business at 12 months? You know, what new stuff do you want to get into? For me, really for Kirsten and I, we're really looking forward to getting into um, doing some, some YouTube stuff and maybe branching off and doing some, some LinkedIn work as well. Um, I've got my, my LinkedIn stuff is really focused along um, my old career path. And I really need to look at that and start changing that because this is really what I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. And in about 12 months from now, I want to have like, I want to have that life that I've always thought I would have, right? I would always have the time for my kids that I would, I would always be able to say yes instead of no, because I have to work. Mm -hmm. um, I want to go take my kids um, on a trip when we're allowed to take trips again and fly <laughs> right. all that stuff. Um, I want to be able to take them on a trip, but I don't want to have to put all of that on my credit card and go, how am I going to pay for this? Sure. So. I want to be able to financially be more, I say, stable and have something in the background that's generating me income where I don't have to worry about it, right? A month, mm -hmm. monthly residual income that yeah. I am not having to work 12, 14 hours for. 
Sure. This is a real lifestyle business for you that's really keyed into your family and, and the way you, uh, you know, it's you and your wife are sort of, sort of like inextricable to this business. But I guess outside of that, you know, I guess for her, maybe, you know, how has this been personally rewarding or how's it kind of changed the way you and her interact? That's a, it's been good. It's, um, it's been a learning curve for both of us because we've never really worked together before. Yeah. I have a bunch more knowledge about being technical in the back end. So some of the aspects of this learning came a little bit easier for me where mm-hmm. there's other things that she's really good at. She's really good at, at, at writing. She's really good at kind of presenting things where I'm just really good at the, the technical and the fine tuning of things. Mm-hmm. So we work really well together where we can bounce ideas off of each other and know that like if I throw something out there, um, if it's completely bad, she's going to tell me straight <laughs> yeah. up, tell me, she's like, no, that's not going to work. Forget it. Uh, and, <clears throat> and vice versa. I can turn around and say, well, no, we can't do that because X, Y, and Z. Um, and it's just like, oh yes. Okay. I remember that. And you'd go back and talk about it. So it's been really good. It's kind of, I think, brought us closer in terms of understanding each other and how we work because it used to be I used to go away for work and come home and I would just fit myself in somehow and now that we're together all the time um, it's really kind of helped us gain a better appreciation and understanding for each other and what each other goes through on a daily basis yeah totally I guess just to summarize I mean what are the what are the three main problems that, that someone should reach out to you for help with that you can help them with? Well, really, uh, the biggest problem is just if, if people wanted to start an online business, how to do that, right? How to start an online business. Um, and we really kind of walk people through what um, the three three main pillars are to start that successful business, right? It's kind of what products do you sell? Systems do you need to use? And um, kind of what are good quality customers? So those are three things that we really help people understand and um, try to get to the people uh, to really kind of focus on so that they can become successful, right? We provide a lot of that information and we give that so that people aren't having to go, oh my God, it's such a big, big job to do. I don't think I can do this. Well, mm-hmm. we're here to help you and provide that. So really helps eliminate that. Um, I guess that when helps eliminate the people getting scared of starting something, right? Because yeah. We provide all of that for them. Awesome. And so if people want to reach out to you, what's your uh, website they can find you at? Uh, you guys can find us at uh, www.kirstenclayton.net. Uh, I am on Facebook at uh, Kirsten Clayton as well. Um, and we're on Instagram as well at Kirsten Clayton. So you can reach out to me in those three areas, send me a message. You can even Facebook me. Um, my personal Facebook's open to everybody as well. Uh, you can get me at Clayton LeFleur. I'm kicking. Awesome. I'm always around. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So check out Clayton and Kirsten's website. It's been great talking to you, Clay, and, and reconnecting and just hearing about how much doing what you're doing now has, has changed your family life, um, which is really awesome to see and, and help you out in that regard. And thanks for coming on the show and talking about it with me. Awesome. Thank you for having me today, Sam. You guys, you take care of yourself and your family. Love seeing you guys on Facebook and uh, we'll, we'll chat again soon. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Talk. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, be sure to support the show by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and learn more about this show by heading over to unstoppablesoftware.com. 
Until next time, keep innovating. 